Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What is going on, guys? It is NFL schedule release day, and the schedules are out. Before we get into all that, before we break it all down, before we get into the goodness of all this, uh, all right, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? What are our expectations of the schedule right now? I'm a little nervous, but I know I want to see Jacksonville first. You seen I tweeted that out the other day. Bring them on. Let's go. We got a quarterback now. Bring bring them. Look, all all I see – our 17 dubs, baby. Yeah. Right now. Okay, so Vince Lombardi is making his way up West 56, huh? Let's go. Oh, um, let's do it. Yeah. No, I I mean it I'm just looking for some fun. I just want some fun. Obviously, we're gonna have some fun in Germany. You know how great it is to wake up at 8 30 in the morning and turn on and have the Colts already just to start your day off. And then you can spend the rest of your day grilling, watching football, having a few brews, watching football. So we already know the Germany game is happening. I'm excited for that day just because I love waking up early and turning on and getting Colts football. But then, you know, obviously we got a pretty good schedule. You know, I believe it's the fourth easiest by the rankings last year. If we go by that, which obviously you can't ever do, but right metrics the Colts do right now have the fourth easiest schedule. So there, there's some opportunity. I'll say that. Right. So, yeah. So uh, like uh, Marcus said, he's wanting the Jaguars week one. 
Me personally, like I, I, I'm happy to skip Trevor Lawrence. I'm not in a rush to to face him. I I want Anthony Richardson versus CJ CJ Stroud early. I want it early. I'm I'm sorry. I want the matchup early. I'm oh. not sure. I don't care if it's week one. We're gonna get into the I, schedule I, I because it's out already. Guys, I think both of you guys are gonna get what you want for. Yeah. So hey hey. So let's uh let's cut the chit chat. Why don't we get straight to the meat meat and potatoes, right? There you go. Okay. All right. So let's go week one here. Week one's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Marcus, for some reason, you want to face the Jaguars first. I I don't know why, but I respect uh, you wanting the fight very early. I'm not sure what our chances are in that fight, but we will see as uh, we get closer to that game. Week one, you get Shane Steichen versus Doug Peterson, two coaches coming from the Philadelphia Eagles uh, recently. Doug Peterson, what, did he leave in 2019, I want to say, and then Nick Sirianni took over? Uh, no, 2020, 2020, and then Nick Sirianni took over in 2021. So uh, Shane Steichen, Doug Peterson obviously didn't uh, work together in Philly, but they have a similar history now. They have their each of their own quarterbacks, their own franchises. They will kick it off week one, I mean, I don't expect anything else. An AFC South uh, showdown. The only it, unfortunate thing is it's in Indy, so we still have we still have to play at Jacksonville, which we all know is like super cursed. So, like, we have the Week One curse and we have the at Jacksonville curse, and unfortunately, they fall on different times instead of it being you know at Jacksonville Week One, we can knock out both both curses at the same time. Uh huh. Uh, hey, it's a new era, though. All the previous curses don't matter. This is the Anthony Richardson era. It's a new yes. era. Curses are meant to be broken. And we're going to knock the first one out just off the bat. Yes. Hey, man, week one is the era of Julius Brent season. That That's what it is. Week one is going to start that era of Julius Brent's Darius Rush, hopefully Isaiah Rogers for the foreseeable future, right? Julian Blackman, Rodney Thomas, seeing that young secondary again. Nick Cross season? Nick Cross season. I mean, golly, man. You're going to see that young secondary tested early against Trevor Lawrence. Calvin Ridley's returning. Remember, Calvin Ridley will be back. We will see Calvin Ridley. He was out of football for a whole year. I'm going to have to bet on this game, man. Yeah, man. Oh, this is going to be an exciting one, man. This young secondary. Yeah, this young defense is going to get tested early. Marcus, uh, before we move on to the rest of the schedule, your thoughts on Jacksonville coming week one? I mean, what better way to start off the season and set a tempo than playing a team you always lose to with your new quarterback? I think this is the perfect test to set the tone for the season, which is against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. And nobody knows they don't have any NFL film on Anthony Richardson. So I think the best way to hit them in the mouth is when they least expect it. So I'm ready for it. I'm ready for Anthony Richardson to come. His first game to be at home. The crowd's going to be crazy. We know how crazy Indy can get. I've been there personally. I know how crazy it can get in there. And when Anthony Richardson steps on that field, it's going to be a show. And this is the perfect moment to have a show at the end of the year against the team we hate, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's going to be a victory. I'm telling you now. Pencil it. Staple it in. The Colts is going to win week one. 
Hey, man, I, I don't know about you guys, but what are we going to put the over-under at? Not in terms of points, but in terms of days it takes for this game to get sold out. Anthony Richardson, debut week one in Indy, not on the road. Remember last year he had two road games early. No, we don't have to wait almost a month into the season to see the Colts live. How many days do you think it takes for this game to get sold out? What are we putting the over-under at, 30? Maybe 60? 10 days. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, the season opener, man, Anthony Richardson era. Yeah, it's it'll, it'll be a sold-out show. I will say, just looking through the schedule, though, I know last year wasn't that great. Talk to Jim, me, lad. I know Jim Ursay is heated right now. The absolute <laughs> – disrespect to the Colts organization, not a single primetime game. The only nationally televised game is the game in Germany in week 10 on the NFL mm-hmm. Network. That is the only nationally televised game. No Sunday night football, no Monday night football. Uh, I don't know. There's There might be a Thursday night game in here. I'd have to check the dates. We'll look at it. Which I will. We, we'll go through there, but – yeah, man, no Sunday night or Monday night football for the Colts this year. After what the Colts did last season, I wouldn't be surprised if we're on a 10-year ban. I wouldn't be surprised. That was pathetic. Hey, we all we all remember that uh that Broncos game, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Lord, man. That, that, snooze fest, that peewee football game. Don't don't forget about allowing 30 points in a single quarter and allowing the grip the biggest comeback in NFL history. So, hey, man, this organization did it to itself. Jim Mersey kind of had a hand in that, but that's in the past, right? That's in the past. We're not going to focus on that anymore. Now it's trying to build up new credibility to get primetime games. Personally, guys, as we are looking at the schedule, as you guys are looking at on the screen, I didn't necessarily expect any primetime games going into this one. The Colts are not in a very likable market. They're they're, they're not that big of a market. you got guys. You got guys like Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, DeForest Buckner, Shaq Leonard. But after, you know, Jim Ursay goes on, what, a five-year run of trying to get Indianapolis primetime games, the league gives you primetime games. And you turn into one of the most boringest teams of the decade. So I'm sorry. Like, the, the organization did it to itself. It's unfortunate. But now you have a young stud to help build credibility and get back on the primetime train. We'll get no, there. We'll no, get there. I just checked the schedule. No Thursday night football game. So the only Hey, that's game, a plus. That's a plus. Yeah. So the only yeah. game that could possibly be – like, they could be flexed, of course. But uh, you got the Pittsburgh, which is to be decided, and Week mm-hmm. 18 versus Houston to be decided. So, though, I mean, I would say Week 15 is, could possibly be a Thursday night game or it could be flexed into any other game. Like, I mean, I'm sure, like – if the Colts are what fourteen and zero going into Week fifteen, then you know they they might flex that game into the right. But uh, but yeah, as of right now, no Thursday night football, no Sunday night football, no Monday night football. Uh, the only nationally televised game for the entire season is Week ten in Germany at nine thirty a.m. Eastern. 
against the Patriots. Hey, man, that's that's the NFL's way of telling Jim Mersey to just shut up. This is your punishment. To don't ever speak about prime time again. I feel like I feel like that's what it is, dude. I'm mean, just being realistic. I don't think any of us expected any Thursday or any prime time games. Honestly, I don't think there's a slot here. I mean, Tennessee's not attractive anymore. Houston, as good as a matchup as C.J. Stroud versus Anthony Richardson is, it's probably just not prime time yet. It's not prime time worthy yet. As well, yeah. yeah. Like Bryce Young versus Baltimore Anthony Richardson in prime time, like that. I would check that out. Right, Richard Richardson is a good one too. Anthony Richardson versus Desmond Ritter. We'll see what Atlanta is. Uh, later on, we know that's one of the opponents there. But let's get moving along here in this schedule. After week one, home opener against Jacksonville, we get our game. The one that I want, Anthony Richardson versus C.J. Stroud, week two in Houston. And, man, why are they always going to Houston early? Always in early in the season. It's always – Because it gives them an easy win, man. Man. Yeah, it's the second home for the Colts. Don't do that. That's the yeah. home that T.Y. Hilton built. Yeah, yeah, you. that's the house T.Y. built. Man. <laughs> the, Col- the Colts love Houston. Right? Yeah. You get the week one curse out of the way, and then and then you get a nice uh, – I mean, get that's the rolling home. In Houston. It's a home game. Yeah. And then it's another home game in L.A. because they ain't got no home. Everybody go through there. They be rooting for it. They got fans all up in that building. So that's hey, like three home games. Them Texans fans have been starving. They have literally boycotted Houston in ticket sales and put their money into the Astros. So they're now that they have a new head coach, a new face of the franchise, a new face of the defense in Will Anderson Jr., you still got some young players there. Derek Stingley, Jalen Petrie they got in the last year's draft. They got some good building blocks there. It's going to be another – uh, AFC South division game. It's going to be big. Uh, from what I'm looking at right now, the first three uh, out of the – no, the first four – four out of the first six games are going to be division games. So it's kind of like last year. The Colts, if they want to make some noise, they got to make some moves. They got to do some early winning in the season if they want to get into that conversation of playoffs because I don't think they're making the playoffs – if they're not a division champion. I don't think they're sneaking into that wild card in this tough AFC. But, Marcus, let's go to you, man. Houston, Indy, week two, that's going to be C.J. Stroud versus Anthony Richardson, D'Amico Ryans versus Shane Steichen. D'Amico Ryans wants to get some payback for the NFC Championship this last year, too. So keep that in mind. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting matchup for sure. I think it can be it can be potentially a game of the week scenario, but um, I think I think it's going to be two young teams uh, being fresh. They're going to make a lot of mistakes, but I think I think I think the Colts can definitely you know make some noise out of this game. And Houston, they got a, a decent, they got like a sleeping receiver core in my opinion, especially after the offseason they had. I think they had a really decent offseason. They finally moved Brandon Cook, so that means somebody else got to step up in that receiving room. So it's gonna be it's gonna be young it's gonna be interesting to watch for sure. Um, Houston's always been pretty decent on the run game too, so I'd like to see how Stroud's gonna get involved with that. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like I said, I I think Houston generally is pretty favorable when it comes to the Colts. Now, honestly, too, like even last year, you saw like. Houston 
that was to me my favorite game of the year last year because it netted us the fourth overall pick. It got Bryce Young out of Houston. Like they were a lot for Bryce Young. They bl- they blew it. So yeah, Houston's been a pretty pretty favorable place for Indy to play. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. And of course, you know, on the football field, C.J. Stroud versus Anthony Richardson, week two, we get to see really what it's all about. Um, you know, well maybe you know we don't. I mean, look. We don't know if Richardson's even starting the season. You know, talk is talk. It's going to come down to training camp, and it's going to come down, you know, to to OTAs. It's, this is going to be a, a long off season. I mean, he has he definitely has a shot, but I mean, it's you know, it's not written in stone yet. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Damn it, it needs to be. I don't give. I I love him, okay, but Minshew backup Richardson start. We should make Let's, that decision well, now. Well, I, I wouldn't make it now. Well, I mean, I, 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 it doesn't matter what you think. All right, hey, chill, Jabroni. Chill, Jabroni, before you open up a can of you know what. Well, your so, can is about to get sent to rock bottom. How about that? Nobody's scared of the rock bottom. The <laughs> down hotel. I'll, I'll tear that place down and stomp a mud hole in it. Let's go. Okay. So, <laughs> I'll say this. You don't want to throw Richardson out there until he's ready. So, like, as far as, like, whenever he understands protections, whenever he understands the offense, like, you throw him out there and he has no idea where his protections are, where he's getting blitz from. I mean, like, you're setting the kid up to get killed out there. And so you need to have, a like, a good understanding of the flow of the offense, setting your protections, setting your audibles and your calls at the line of scrimmage and all that. Once he has an understanding of everything and, like, I mean, he's going to work hard. He's a hard worker. He's a smart dude. So, he – I mean, we might get into week one of training camp and he's already got it all down. You never know. But once he has that, then you could kind of throw him out there because then, like, he, he's got, like, a lifeboat, you know. He's got a raft that he can hold and float onto uh-huh. instead of just throwing him out in shark-infested waters with no life jacket, no boat, no, no harpoon gun, nothing. You're just feeding him to the sharks. And that's what you don't want to do with a guy like that. Uh, because, you know, you worry about failing and then the confidence situation, and it's just a big, big thing. So, yeah, they're going to put him out there, but he, he's got to be ready first off as far as, like, from a mental standpoint to be out there. All right. Uh, okay, so let's not put two shows into one, okay? You're taking away oh. content for later on. We got to stick to the schedule, okay? So, I mean, you're right, though. This could be C.J. Stroud versus – Gardner Minshew, um, you know, screw ticket sales. Uh, you know, it, it, we could look at it in several different different ways. It's interesting to me because D'Amico Ryans is going to meet up with Shane Steichen again. These two met in the NFC Championship game. Philadelphia just had its way uh, against that 49ers defense. Well, not necessarily had its way if they fought for it in that game. Uh, and then the offense just couldn't do much, and you know the rest of the story. So that's week two. Week three, the Colts are going to go back on the road, okay? So two early road games in the first three. We're going to face Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, newly paid Lamar Jackson. He's got Odell Beckham Jr. now. He's got offensive line, defense, you know, uh, got boosted up a little bit. Lamar Jackson this is going to be uh, an, an interesting one. You're going on the road to Baltimore. It's going to be early, probably going to be early excitement around Baltimore. This one, you know, three straight AFC games. It's interesting. 
personally, you're going to Baltimore, so that's probably maybe a rivalry more than we may want to accept. I, I don't know. I've talked to a few Baltimore people. They hate the Colts. And I can understand why I just have no animosity towards the Ravens. So it's probably a one-sided rivalry in this case. But uh, Lamar Jackson, we're going to see him early. So this defensive line is going to be busy, busy, busy during that week. But, hey, like you said, if Anthony Richardson isn't starting, at least they have a decoy that can mimic what Lamar Jackson does in practice. So, Landon, let me start with you, man. Baltimore week three you got three early AFC games uh and you're going back to back on the road Houston and Baltimore yeah um I mean this is it's a good test you know especially out in Baltimore like that's a great test for this for a young team uh and you know we know how dynamic Lamar is we know the additions they've added to their wide receiving room with Odell Zay Flowers Obviously, get Rashad Bateman coming back from injury, Mark Andrews. Uh, and then not only that, but like to me, like one of the bigger underrated things that you haven't really heard the national media talking about was the new offensive coordinator getting hired out in Baltimore, which is going to be a lot more like it's going to be a lot different than this the normal Baltimore that we're used to seeing as far as, you know, this this heavy quarterback run game where they're just constantly running Lamar and they're they're not letting him, you know, kind of drop back and throw like this. It's going to be a little bit different. Now, obviously, they'll still use his legs just because it's so elite. But, I mean, they, they've got some weapons out there in Baltimore. And I, I think, like, they, they got a really, really good roster. So, uh, this is going to be a great test for a young team. I'm super excited at Baltimore. So, it's an away game. I guess, like I said, probably one of the better teams in the AFC right now. And, uh if Richardson is starting, if you got Anthony Richardson lining up, going toe to toe with Lamar Jackson, man, that's an exciting that's an exciting game to watch. I mean, you're talking about plays being made at the quarterback position, whether it's on the ground, whether it's through the air. I mean, that's that could be a barn burner. Like that could be a really fun game to watch. So um, definitely, definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm look. I'm looking forward to it too, man. It's gonna be a show, Lamar versus Anthony Richardson, man. Like, I just, I just want this whole, this whole Anthony Richardson tour this season to just be exciting. I know it's gonna be exciting, man. This dude's gonna be so dynamic. I'm not going out there and say he's gonna win MVP. He's just gonna make highlights. Like, he's gonna be a walking highlight tape, and he's gonna be going up against another human highlight tape. Like, it's just going to be, it's gonna be. This season's gonna be fun to watch, man. That's just. It's, it's, you know, it's not normal to say, especially as a Colts fan, where you're used to watching someone just sit in the pocket or do something inexcusable. But you get to watch a young human highlight develop and become a person into his own, man. It's going to be it's going to be so dope to watch, especially, you know, watching him against Lamar Jackson, who's always just fun to watch as well. It's going to be it's going to be dope. And he's going to be playing in a very tough arena, which is Baltimore, man. It's tough up there. So I, I, I like this dog fight and definitely, you know, they're going to they're going to send some hitters to him. And really, shout out to KJ Wood in the comments here. We see uh, your question. We're going to get to you here uh, when we get to that area of the schedule. But don't worry. We see that question. We're going we're gonna to get to you, KJ. Um, next up is going to be they are, uh, the, the Rams are going to come to Indianapolis week four. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald are making their way back to Indy. Uh, obviously, the last time these two teams met, the Rams ended up winning uh, in Indy again. 
That was, it was a great, great game too, by the way. It, it was a great game. Uh, still, there was – I still don't understand the pitch, uh, why the pitch was made at the at the goal line. But, hey, you know, when you see Aaron Donald, I guess you got to do something with the ball. Uh, one of the, you know, craziest Carson Wentz plays we remember. Uh, Anthony Richardson versus Bennett. Stetson Bennett? What's up? I said we're going to get Anthony Richardson versus Stetson Bennett? Whoa! Uh, hey, what? probably not. But um, <laughs> I, you, you, you never, you never know. I mean, something could happen. I mean, knock on wood, right? We don't want anything to happen. No, I love, I love Stafford, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, for this one, man, this one's going to be interesting because obviously the Aaron Donald versus Quentin Nelson matchup. Although we talk about that matchup, but if you're a defensive coordinator, I don't know why you would match up Aaron Donald against one of the best players in on the line. You would favor that matchup to the right guard spot who you have no idea who is starting there right now. So that's number one thing. Jalen Ramsey was traded away this offseason. They have some corner uh, issues. They they drafted a few guys, one of them Travis Hodges Tomlinson. If he plays early, could we see a nice little matchup of Hodges Tomlinson and Josh Downs? That would be really fun to see. Uh, you got their defense. is still, still growing, but the offense, man, that's – Early on, the defense is going to get tested. If you if you look at the schedule right now, they're going to get tested. This young secondary is going to get tested. Week one, you're going Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence. Week two, you got you got C.J. Stroud. Week three, you got Todd Munkin and Lamar Jackson. And then week four, you have Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. You have uh, Sean McVay. They're, they're going to get tested early. They're going to get tested early. So, uh, Marcus, let me start with you, man. The Rams – Coming to town week four. You not you know, I'm not gonna lie. If this was two years ago, I would have been scared. I'm not even scared of the Rams this year. I'm not. You can tell me all those names. You could say Aaron Donald. I have no fear on the Rams this year. And they're on the brink of uh explosion anyway. So, you know, my guy Anthony Richardson walking through those doors to just be uh a tip of the iceberg. So, I mean, I think I definitely think they could put up, make some noise, and put up some points for sure. It is the Colts, but I do think the, I do think the Colts can definitely, you know, walk out of this way easily. You know, my boy Landon say undefeated. You know, the Rams is not even the Rams no more. This is just a Los Angeles team. This this is nothing. This is nothing. I got confidence this year, and this ain't normal for me. I got confidence this year. I ain't nobody scared of the Rams. Bring it. Let's go. Step up. Probably just gas. <laughs> yeah, low key probably is. <laughs> we Look, you, you're saying that now, and then we get blown out by like three touchdowns or something. Hey, I, I'm never counting out Sean McVay. Yeah. I'll say this though: one thing we do know about Anthony Richardson is when the lights are bright, the dude loves to put on a show. Can you think of any brighter lights than Hollywood coming to Indianapolis? I mean, this dude like it's it's prom. He's prom to put on a show. Uh, and then, yeah, like Marcos is saying, man, the Rams, like they are on the brink of a rebuild. Um, this is kind of like possibly their little like last hurrah. And, yeah. uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. You never know. I mean, obviously you, you're never going to count out a team that has Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay. I mean, they still, they still got some dudes out there. So, um, it, it'll be interesting to see the direction this Rams team is going in and we'll, I think four weeks in, you'll definitely be able to tell whether they're like still hanging on to that Super Bowl contention just a little bit, or if you know it's, it's time to blow it up. And that's a team too that like it, it, 
if things don't fall their way early, like they could be in the Caleb Williams consideration. So like that's like it's gonna be really interesting watching this Rams team. Like they're one of the most intriguing teams to me in the, in the NFL right now. Because mm-hmm. you just don't know what they are. You don't know if they have that last gasp of like getting into the playoffs, playing big, you know, big games. And I mean, because Stafford, man, he balls. Like in big games, the dude balls. And Sean McVay and Aaron Donald's like, you know, I mean, like I said, you can't count those dudes out. But if they start piling up losses quickly, I mean, you just never know what direction they're heading in. So there's a good chance I might, you know, obviously my guy Drew, big, big Rams fan. So who, who knows, man, there's a good chance we we might just take our take us a trip up there. I might be at that game, uh, you know, in, in person. Hey, man. And, and of course, we can't forget the key matchup in the interior, right? DeForest Buckner versus Esteban Avila. Can't forget about that matchup. That's going to be fun. Either way, uh, this yeah, one, man. Buckner. Right, right. <laughs> um, with, with, with the Rams, and like you said, they could be in contention for Kayla Williams. I don't care where what Kayla Williams do as long as he doesn't come to the AFC. Go to the NFC, damn it. Go NFC needs to start getting some quarterbacks, okay? We we're good over here at the AFC, okay? So uh and, and obviously with the Rams, Matthew Stafford has dealt with some serious back problems. I mean, th- these are serious back problems. Uh so m- maybe there's a possibility that you can see Stetson Bennett early in this game. He he might start this game, he may not. Uh, if you do, how no man, Stetson Bennett, and for all the slack that he gets, like you say, when it comes to Anthony Richardson performing, Stetson Bennett has proven with two national championships, two playoff wins, two SEC championships, when the lights are the absolute brightest, he steps up and he wins. So that will be intriguing. I'm not going to lie. I'll take it. Anthony Richardson versus Stetson Bennett. I love it. Let's go back to the to the good old days. Let's go ahead and move on here. We're going to go back to back here, week five and six. Week five is going to be the Tennessee Titans in week six. Tennessee Titans, Colts are going to be at home, week five. Week six, they're going to go on the road to Jacksonville. So you will see Jacksonville twice in the first six weeks. Tennessee will be week five. And in the first six games, you will have had four division games so you're kind of back in the same i mentioned earlier you're kind of back in the same position you were last year remember last year you had five division games early in the first seven so you got to come out of the gate and you got to win man you got to start winning games early for such a young team it's probably not looking well but hey if anthony richardson is starting week one no dcs have tape on this guy could he could he have a Dak Prescott type year, rookie year? Maybe, maybe not. We won't know until we get to the season. But week five, this is intriguing to me because will Ryan Tannehill be playing bad and they go to Will Levis at this point in the season? This is week five. I'm curious about that. I, I don't want to see – it may not be a big deal – but maybe this is just my psyche getting to me. I don't want to see a pissed off Will Levis who is still out to prove everybody wrong, personally. I, I, I don't want to see that. 
but then again, when you look at the talent around the Titans, you're just like, okay, I might take that. Landon, let me start with you, man. Week five, you're facing Tennessee for the first time. Week six, you're going to be going to Jacksonville. So you're going to see the Jacksonville curse early on in the season. Your thoughts on those back-to-back games? Yeah, that's tough. I will say this, like, if you're facing the Titans, though, like, I would much rather see Will Levis than Ryan Tannehill. And, like, I like, I mean, I like – that's not anything against Will Levis, but Ryan Tannehill is one of the most efficient. Like, he's extremely efficient. And if there's one thing Will Levis was not in college, it was efficient. He was a very inefficient passer. Um, and, you know, he – they're, they're very similar type of guys, but I just think from, like, a mental standpoint, like, Ryan Tannehill is much more efficient with the football, doesn't turn the ball over a ton, um, is able to just kind of make do within the flow of the offense, where I think Will Levis, as we kind of saw, like, sometimes, man, he gets away from making the correct read, making the right, you know, the throw, and he just kind of starts forcing stuff. He plays hero ball a lot. And that's not something you're going to be – I mean, that's hard to teach at the NFL level, especially five weeks in. So I would much rather see a rookie quarterback. That's not saying he's never going to – you know, he might not ever figure it out because he might figure it out. But I just don't think five weeks into your rookie season is when you, you know, you've got the answers to the test. So um, when at least when it comes to like that kind of stuff, you know, because that's something – playing efficient football and just, you know – making the correct reads and stuff like that stuff's hard to coach. It's hard to coach out. So uh, I'll be curious to watch how that plays out. And then of course we got Jacksonville at Jacksonville. The good thing is we got a dude that's been training down in the Jacksonville area all off season with Gardner Minshew. He's from Florida. It's a homecoming. He's going to feel right at home down there in Jack. Like literally he will feel at home in Jacksonville it's not going to be too big for him. He's going to love it. He's going to – in every year we play in Jacksonville, dude's going to eat it up because he's going to get to go home. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely – that's probably the main reason they even drafted him. They're like, look, we need a guy that can play in Jacksonville. We want somebody that can ball out when he plays in Florida. We're sick of losing to the Jaguars. So, they just took Richardson fourth overall just for that reason. So, I, like, I, I, I mean, Jacksonville, that's a tough team, man. They're, they're going to be tough. They're probably the most talented at the quarterback position right now in the AFC South. Um, well, maybe not the most talented, but I think the the best right now. The best quarterback, basically. Yeah, yeah, the best right now for sure. And I, I don't think that's even really debatable. And uh, then, I mean, we talked about it with week one. You, you throw in some of the weapons, Christian Kurt, another year in the system. You got – I think Evan Ingram did he did he go back there? I mean that he was really good for them last year. Oh so, yeah, yeah, and he was really good for them last year. They add Calvin Ridley to that as well. They uh, you know picked up a few other guys. Etn another year healthy in the offense. Um, the big question mark for Jacksonville is going to be their offensive line. I know they took the tackle in the first round there, but uh, I mean that's that's going to be a big question mark for them is how their offensive line holds up. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's. Two division games are always tough. Um, that's just part of it. But yeah, four four division games in the first six weeks of the season, man. Like they are not doing a young Colts team any justice with this schedule as far as like putting your divisional games, 
not giving you any primetime games. I mean, that's I'd be angry if I was Jim Irsay, bro. I'd be so heated. I think um, you know, I, I think he might he might have a right to be angry, but then again, just circle back to the primetime well, game. Here's the thing, too, though. It's like, I mean, you also got to think about it as well from the aspect of like the cult, the city of Indianapolis and the cult stadium are built to host big events. Like that stadium is built for primetime games and it's nationally. Truly, truly I mean, yeah. I mean, like, and, and not even just for the NFL. I mean, you took like college football championship, NCAA Final Four. I mean, big events. And whenever you have a stadium that's built for those purposes and year after year after year, you don't get to show it off. I mean, it's, he does have a right to be angry. And and I mean, and I totally get it, but the only way to change that start winning football games, you you got to start winning football games. I mean, you like you hold the keys, but, but I do understand that like some of the animosity he, he would have towards that because you have a city and you have a stadium, a billion-dollar stadium. I believe it was the first billion-dollar stadium in the NFL, the first stadium be- built that passed the $1 billion mark. And um, you have that type of place to showcase primetime football in the NFL, and you just continually get passed over for teams. like I mean, the Commanders have a freaking primetime game this year, bro. The Commanders. Like, Commanders right now are a better football team than than the Colts. No, no. at what? At, so you mean to tell me if you line these two football teams up, the Colts are beating the Commanders? Absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, easily. How dare you? Who who's going to stop Terry McLaurin? Sam Howell, sir. They Sam- barely won last time we played them, and it was they a jump ball scenario. Taylor Heineke. They barely won that game. They, they won the game, Marcus. It doesn't matter barely. if they barely won. If you won by barely. a point or a hundred, you won the game. Yeah, yeah and no I think the Colts, I mean, like the Colts, like they added a lot of talent in the draft this year. Like they're young, but this team overall is much more talented than it was last season, especially at the most important position in the NFL. And that's with, with the you Colts. Tell me you're putting Sam Howell up against Anthony Richardson as far I mean like and I like Sam, Sam Howell has more NFL experience than Anthony Richardson he Sam can Howell has right now Sam, right now Sam Howell knows what's going on in front of him more than Anthony Richardson does now I'm not saying that with confidence because I'm not in the quarterback room I'm not at minicamp so I don't know for sure if that's a fact but I feel comfortable Sam but Howell I'm not saying that played, with conviction. So, Sam Howell has played one more game in of in the NFL than Anthony Richardson has. And that's a lot of football. He played a lot of college and a he lot of NFL. That's he's got a lot more football to play before he can but, but, I mean, yeah, we're not yeah, trying yeah. to talk about Anthony Richardson versus Sam Howell. Let's not right, get right, into so that we're, discussion. We're getting, we're getting off topic again. Yeah, we're not we're not getting like uh, I can't sit here and like uh, fight with them right. so you guys, I'm gonna let you guys take Cleveland. Um, yeah, well, on, on your part, because because you make a good point on the on the primetime games. Yes, you got an incredible stadium. It's a storied franchise, great city. I've never been there, but they, they're they're hosting the combine every year. They've gotten 
Uh, they've gotten they host a Big Ten championship every year. Big Ten doesn't want to leave Indianapolis. They don't want to leave that place. It's great. It's a great environment for the Big Ten championship game. I mean, so many Purdue got to be there. The hometown school, Ohio State, is there every year. Iowa, Michigan State, just teams that have been there over the years. And KJ then just made a good point in the comments, man. The NBA All Star game. Yes. Yeah, that's coming in next year. That's that's big. That's big. But like like you said. The Colts can sit there and say, look at our city all you want. But the NFL is going to be like, we just gave you five primetime games last year and you were the laughing stock of every single one. So you put on probably the most boringest Thursday night game we've ever seen. You humiliated yourself in a close game against Dallas. It wasn't even a primetime game. You let go of a 33-0 to zero lead and lost that game. And I mean... I understand it from both views. I thought maybe, oh man, I, 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 I went with my gut. The Colts weren't going to get any, but man, if there was one game that I wished would have been prime time was Indy and Carolina. That's one game that I would have wished would have been prime time, honestly. But let's go ahead and move along here. Week seven, uh, you're going to be playing the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, you're going to get your shot at Deshaun Watson again. You know, Cleveland. Had a down year, but that was because Deshaun Watson was suspended for the first 11 games. You know, Cleveland was trying to find their identity, but they knew later on the quarterback is going to change. Jacoby Brissett did an outstanding job, by the way. Great leader, of course. But now, Cleveland coming to Indy Marcus. Deshaun Watson versus Anthony Richardson. Man, this can be this can be an electric game because now you're week seven into the year. Maybe there's not a lot of rust on Richardson anymore. Maybe he made maybe he found his groove a little bit by week seven. Yeah, for sure. He could definitely find his groove around this time. Cleveland Browns. We don't even know which Browns team we're gonna get. Um and we don't even know which Deshaun Watson we're going to get in this game either because he had Hopefully his moments a bad last one. year. Yeah, I know, right? Hopefully a bad one because he had his moments last year. He was just like, man, he's been gone for a minute, so he's still trying to get his feet under him. So hopefully we get that version. Um, if we get any version of Deshaun Watson that led the Texans to the playoffs, it could be a rough one. But we did beat that Deshaun Watson in the playoffs too. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'm just happy to know my history a little bit. So, hey, look. Ain't nobody scared of Deshaun Watson either. We know how good he can be. We know how bad he can be. We're going to get the bag because we're going to send some heat. Pass well, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say nobody's scared of him. I'm not. Some, I'm never, I was never scared of Deshaun Watson. There's never. some people that are and scared of Deshaun Watson. Rightfully so. <laughs> Look, man, I've made it my mission. Like This is even going back to last year. Even before I started the show with you guys, I don't talk about the Browns. I don't talk <laughs> about Deshaun Watson. Because the stuff that I could say and the jokes that I would make would get this show taken off of YouTube. So I do my best just to shut my mouth <laughs> and not even talk about it. Um, I'm just not a big fan of him and what he, you know, some some of the actions that he has taken. And I don't agree with what Cleveland did either. So I just kind of avoid the situation. That's why I said – Y'all can take the Cleveland game. I'm moving straight on New Orleans. Colts get a W against Cleveland all day, every day. I'm never picking the Browns to win a single game with that dude under center. 
Um, so, like, so every time the Browns play, if you want to know my prediction on who wins the game, it's always the other team, no matter what. Um, so, so yeah, Colts getting a W, Week Seven, easy W, not even a question. And uh, yeah, on to New Orleans. Rightfully so, rightfully so. Let's move on. Week Eight, New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Kendra Miller. All right, Marshawn Lattimore, Cameron Jordan, you got all kinds. Of, you, New Orleans is going up. They finally found a quarterback, right? I mean, all this talent and you're just, you don't know what to do at quarterback. Well, you finally got the guy, Derek Carr. He is your guy now. This is going to be uh, Saints coming to Indy, by the way. This is going to be another home game uh, for the Colts. I think they would have, yeah, they're going to have back-to-back home games, Cleveland and then New Orleans. This one is going to be an old-fashioned. I'm pretty sure me and my brother are going to have fun watching this one. He's a Saints fan. I'm a Colts fan. Um, we're going to be able to watch that at, at my house a little man, bit. You had a, a rough 2009. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, my Jesus. Is yeah. it your older brother or younger Yeah, brother? my older brother, yeah. Man, if my – I'm the oldest of three, so I'm no. not three siblings. If any of my younger siblings had a team that lost to my team in the Super Bowl – that house would have been lit on fire. Oh, man. I, there is, man, I feel so sorry for you, Mike, what you probably had to endure. From an older brother perspective, he was probably yeah. on you hard. Yeah, so, we would have been uh, fighting no cap. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there, 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 may have been a few, there may have been a few B words thrown here and there, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're catching strays for the rest of their life, too. Not even, like, in 2009. Like, <laughs> like for, forever. You forever, are, yes. Yeah. yes. I want to remind you of that every chance. Hey, man, uh, let, let's get, Landon, your thoughts, uh, your, your thoughts on this game. Derek Carr, who usually has his way with the Colts. I mean, this dude just carves up the Colts. Every single time he plays them, this, ah, man, this, if there was a game that I, you know, you have just one of those games where you say, I'm going to just pencil this as a win, or I'm going to pencil this as a loss. This game against New Orleans week eight, I'm going to pencil in as a loss. I I just, I I, got to fight the, the statistics here. Derek Carr has his way with the Colts. Uh, but let's go to you guys, Landon, first, and then we'll go to Marcus. Y'all's thoughts on this game. Uh, not going to New Orleans, but New Orleans is going to come up to Indy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think they get revenge, um, you know, against New Orleans. I'm just – I'm still not sold on Dennis Allen as a head coach. I'm not sold on Derek Carr, um, you know, as, as a quarterback. Uh, I, I think, like, he's serviceable, but he's in, like, that Ryan Tannehill tier for me. Like, him and Tannehill are, like, very similar. Um I'm just not sold on him. And then, I mean, they're just another team. Like, they're they're old. Or, well, like, I'm not going to say they're old. Like, a lot of their, like, star players are aging at this point. So, they, they do have a younger team, but a lot of their star guys are kind of aging. Um, and, you know, there's another team. Like, they just keep – they just keep putting off a rebuild every year. So they're they're like very similar to where the Colts have been the last couple of years where they're just trying to hang on to contention. And it's probably a lot easier in the NFC to do that than it is in the AFC because the AFC is just so loaded. The NFC, not so much from a quarterback perspective. So, um, I mean, like they're just, they're just trying to hold on and stay competitive and stay relevant instead of just, 
tearing it down and just rebuilding. And like they're like they keep kicking the can down the road with the cap situation. Um, so I mean, I could see this starting. I mean, yeah, like on paper, Kamara. You're looking at Mike Thomas. You're looking at, I mean, Kendra, obviously, friend of the show, Kendra Miller. Uh, you know, great, great addition by them. Big fan of his. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I, I think they got a decent offensive line, too, down there. Yeah. Uh, but their pass rush is aging. Their defensive line is aging. Yeah. Um, they lost David Onyemata, too. Yeah, like their, their DB room is not what it once was, you know, a couple years ago. It's a little tough. Their linebacker core, you know, I, I think they stuffed Demario Davis, who was a pretty decent player. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, it doesn't really strike fear in you. So they're going to be asking this offensive line and this running game and Derek Carr to be doing a lot of heavy lifting for them. So um, yeah, I mean this this is a team. I, I think too, like this this could be right around when we start seeing the growth from like these young guys. You know, two months yeah. into the season, eight games in. And you really kind of saw it with Anthony Richardson last year. You know, you saw him struggle early on. And, mm-hmm. like, I was not sold on it. Like, I mean, you can even go back and pull up old tweets of mine. Like, I was not sold on Richardson early on because, I mean, he, he like he was in a new offense. He didn't really show any growth. He was still making mistakes. And regardless of whether he had to play a lot, he was still, you know, three years into his college. Like, this was his third year in college, and he still looked that raw. And I was like, man, like, I just don't know because you just haven't seen the growth. You haven't seen the development. But the guy that he was in September and October was completely different than the guy he was in November and December. I mean, like, the growth that guy took after week six. So, like, I believe after week six, they faced, you know, they had another six games and or six or seven games after that. And in those games, he played four ranked opponents, including Georgia, Tennessee. I can't remember who else they played, but they played four ranked opponents. So four of their six games were against ranked opponents. And he had a he went from, I believe it was five touchdowns and seven interceptions in the first six weeks. He had 12 touchdowns and two interceptions the final six weeks. So, like, you saw the growth in real time, and it was, like, pretty extreme growth, too. So, you kind of start – you started to see him kind of figure it out after about week six, week seven. And, uh, uh, like, I think week eight would be a really good measuring stick. You know, you're about – you're almost halfway through the season, and you you can probably start really seeing the growth. So, um, that, that could be a game the Colts come out there and they surprise because, like I said – New Orleans, it's a little bit of an older roster as far as like their impact players are, mm-hmm. are a little bit older. And this Colts team, man, is it's I believe it's the third youngest team in the league. If not, and I, I might even be mistaken after they after Nick Foles got cut. Right. They might be the youngest team in the league. So he was the oldest guy on the roster, right? He was. He was. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So they they might be the youngest team in the league. We'd have to check. Um, you know, I, I believe Luke. Uh, Luke Robbins, if you don't follow him, follow Lucas. Um, I believe he had a tweet about it that after – I'd have to pull it up. Um, let me let me check on that, uh, get Marcus' stats real quick. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I do have the preseason games too for the Colts as well if you want to post that after this. Um, but, but, yeah, you know, this team, yeah, it's, it's old. I can see – I can see Anthony Richardson – Giving that D line a run for their money because he's going to be he's going to be all over the field scrambling because they can still give you pressure 
but I don't think they'll be able to get to the quarterback like they used to. Um, but I think I think it's going to be an offensive game when it comes to this matchup for sure. Um, I think it's going to be more offense than defense. Um, but for sure, it should be an interesting one. I hate the Saints just to what they did to my childhood. Um, but it, it's going to be okay. Uh, but it is what it is at the end of the day. They're still going to be a, a fun team to watch, in my opinion. I just think uh, when you said kicking the can down the road, I think they're going to finally stop kicking the can to go get Caleb uh, next season. <laughs> so it is what it <laughs> that is. That would be smart. But yeah, so, so yeah, so this is from – so at Robbins Lucas, if you guys don't follow him, make sure to follow him. Uh, great, great information from him. But so the- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Colts were the third youngest roster. They averaged 26 years old before releasing Nick Foles, and Nick Foles was 34. So they released him, and uh, after they signed the remaining class and, you know, some undrafted free agent guys that they brought in and all that, they will uh, they will have the youngest roster in the NFL. Wow. So, yeah. That's, that's exciting, honestly. When I hear that, that's exciting. Very. That is very exciting. So you got New Orleans, and then after week eight, Colts fans won't see uh, the guys in Indy for a while. They will be without them for three weeks. Week nine, guys, I I was wondering when when this game was going to happen. 
I, I don't know about you guys, but this this game's gonna tug on my heartstrings. It's it's gonna tug on them a little bit. Uh, Colts are gonna be going to Carolina. Frank Reich is gonna have his revenge game against his former team. He knows how Gus Bradley thinks, knows his tendencies. I Bryce Young versus Anthony Richardson, number one. Uh, and this is slated for 405 on Sunday. So this might, depending on where both teams are, this could be, you know, the A slot, whether if it's CBS or, or Fox, we'll get those details later on this summer. But, you know, depending on, you know, on how the success of both of these teams, you could see Jim Nance and Tony Romo covering this game or uh, or the A team for Fox covering this game, depending on what's going on there. But, guys, this one, whoo, man, I, I th- this one's going to be fun. This one's th- this one's going to be fun. Obviously, there's no DJ Moore uh, that we have to worry about, but you still got a couple guys on that defense now. Got the young guy and Bryce Young. Bryce Young versus Anthony Richardson. It's going to be exciting. Frank Reich versus Shane Steichen. Frank Reich facing his old team. Some will say he was fired on time. Some will say he was done dirty. Regardless of it, history is history, and there's going to be some history in this game. Marcus, let me start with you. Week 9, heading to Carolina. Afternoon game. Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. Mm, man, ouch. I'm rooting for the Colts, but there's going to be like I'm going to support the Panthers too. It's just going to be it's going to be a, a game I'm going to be on the edge of my seat to watch. Mm-hmm. Um I do think the Panthers are, you know, going into the right direction. I don't think they're fully there yet. Uh I think they got at least maybe two more se- maybe one more season until they hit that next stride. But I think their team is always, you know, still explosive, especially from the defensive side. They had a good defense for a few years. And now that they got their quarterback, they can start making some type of progress on offense, especially with the quarterback-minded coach and Frank Reich. And they have a tremendous coaching staff, too, so I got to give them praise for that. But I do think they still are a few pieces away from being that team that can definitely make uh, noise in the NFC. But I do think they can win a few games. This is definitely going to be a scrappy fight. I don't think it's going to be high scoring either. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game when it comes to these two teams because these two teams is going to battle out, and it's going to be a battle of the rookies, man. But I do think the Colts definitely got their number in this matchup. I'm rooting for Frank this season. Uh, but I, like I said, I do think they got a, a few more, uh, maybe maybe one or two more years to, until they hit that next gear. But they're going in the right direction, which is a good thing. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually going to take Carolina in this one, guys. Um, just because – I didn't want to be the first one to say yeah, it. No, I, like, I think the Panthers are, are much more ready-made to win now. Um, especially with Bryce Young, I think he's much more of a, you know, dr- you know, play, plug and play type of guy at quarterback. You can just plug him in, and Frank's going to put him in position to succeed. Their offensive line is really good. They got some really good tackles there, bookend tackles. Um, and then not only that, their defense, their offensive defensive line, their defensive line is phenomenal, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Brian Burns down there. J.C. Horn at cornerback. Uh, I mean, Derek they got Brown good- in the middle. Yeah, safety's really good as well. Jeremy Chin down there. So, yeah, man, they they got a really good roster, really talented yeah. roster, great coaching staff, probably like one of the best coaching staffs in football, you know, not only just with Frank Reich, but, you know, you're talking about a Giro Evero running the defense now. Um, we saw what he did with Denver last year. Um, McCown, a quarterback coach, you know, I, I think that's going to be a phenomenal thing for Bryce to work with. Um 
I mean, yeah, man, there's just there's so many great coaches on that roster, um, even the assistant coaches. But uh, I mean, they're DC, they too. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Evero at DC. I mean, yeah, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Although, like I said, I think the Colts talent wise, they're on the rise there. Yep. I just think Carolina is a little bit more ready made right now to step in and make some noise in year one with Bryce Young. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I, and I think Frank, you know, he's, he's out to prove something and uh, it, it'll be interesting um, to see how that plays out. But yeah, I, I think Carolina, I think these next two games for the Colts, as far as like week nine and week 10, that's tough. That's tough for, yeah. for, for a young team. So um, it's, it's tough. I mean, I think it's possible the Colts could go losing four straight here. I, th- I think it's fairly possible. This game against Carolina, man, it, I, I think I'll, I'll I'll join that boat. I, I'm going to take Carolina in this game, both for talent and then just want to see want to see Frank get the last laugh here. Uh, uh, no, well, I don't want to see Frank get the last laugh. I don't ever want the Colts to lose a game. Um, but, uh, but that being said, I mean, it's, I'll be happy it, either way. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, it will be a tough game, and yeah, yeah, of course. Like, so. Um, Carolina will definitely be my NFC team uh, for sure as far as yes. going into the NFC. Well, outside of the Packers, um, you know, got <laughs> root for Green Bay. but um, Right. But, yeah, like I, outside of the Packers, you know, because that was my first team growing up. That's my mom's – been my mom's team since she was younger. I mean, she's been a Packers fan for as long as I've lived. I grew up because of that. I was in Packers stuff from the time until I could – make my own decisions. Uh, once I made my own decisions, I, I veered off, um, which then again, I mean, that was damn near 30 years ago, but, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll always root for green Bay, but yeah, Carolina definitely is, uh, I'm definitely pulling for Frank for sure. I love Bryce no. Young too. I mean, we, yeah, he's, he's such a well-spoken individual. Yeah. So like, I mean, he's so impressive, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you get to talk to him in person. I mean, we, me and Marcus down at the draft, we got to, set in on his uh, post-draft presser and just how, like, poised and respectful and well-spoken he is. I mean, he's he's a phenomenal person. So all, all the success to Carolina and Frank and Bryce Young and all those guys, um, you know, and hopefully one day, you know, we'll, we'll get to see that week nine matchup. We'll get to see it for a, for a trophy, for a Lombardi trophy. Hey, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, week 10. That's the spirit. Yeah, right? <laughs> Week 10, after going to Carolina, the Colts are going to go across the pond uh, and face New England in Germany. Guys, I have a big problem with this game. I have a big problem with this game. Why? I have... No, no check versus rookie quarterbacks? No, 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 no. Oh, well, I mean, yes, that too. But I have a rule for NFL scheduling. Don't put rivalry games across the pond. You got to put them in front of each other's home crowd. And this game needs to be either in New England or Indianapolis. Going to Germany, there's going to be no hostility in that game. We think of Colton Patriots. We think of fiery matchups. We think of just heated debates. And now Jonathan Taylor got, breaking off a big run. That's what I think. A big one outrunning J.C. Jackson. Hell, Ashton Doolin caught up with him. The, um, the gate. Yes, you you think about all of that, and now, like, don't don't get me wrong. Germany deserves their NFL games, but damn it, give them Cleveland, like, give them New Orleans or the Rams. You had to give them the Patriots and the Colts. 
That needs to be either in New England or Indy. And- no, they gave them Germany gave them the Colts for our guy Sebastian to see his team that he loves and does articles for in person. <laughs> this is why they did it. For our guy Sebastian. So Sebastian, this is for you, brother. Go down there and support the Colts and root for us. And I know you're going to enjoy the game because I know he said he was mentioning about going and representing yeah. the table. So way to go, NFL. Shout out to you for, for representing to let Sebastian see his team play there. Oh, but but that that's my only complaint. But then again, about this game going across the pond, Bill Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks. Uh the the Patriots are 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 coming along a little bit. Uh, how much of a rivalry is it since the McDaniels since McDaniels is gone? I don't know, man. It's, it's still a rivalry. Oh, it's still a right because the ownership. Yeah, still it's still a rivalry. rivalry. Robert Kraft versus Jim Irsay. Yeah, that's it's still there. Yeah, shout out Seb, definitely our our, our writer from the UK, obviously doing great work across the pond as well. So happy that he can try and get to go to go to that game. This is going to be another game where this is the fourth game I mentioned. You know, it, it's fairly, it's highly possible that the Colts could end up losing four straight here. Cleveland, New Orleans, Carolina, New England. It, it's going to be tough. But again, you know, n- never say never, right? Landon, Landon, let's go with you here. New England, Colts in Germany. Oh, at week 10, by the way. So how are we feeling? Yeah, not very good. <laughs> I, don't ever, I don't ever feel good playing Bill Belichick, whether that's with a veteran quarterback, but especially rookies. Um, I mean, the, the things that he throws at them post-snap, pre-snap disguises, yeah, the way that he just constantly morphs that. I mean, whenever you think you've got it figured out, you don't have it figured out. It, like, it's even – it's tough for me, too, you know, like just watching along the TV because I'll think I've – you know, I'll be watching I'm like, oh – Got it, got it. And then, uh, you know, post-snap, they switch coverages, and it's just like, yep. okay, I was definitely wrong. I was throwing a <laughs> pick there. So, good thing I'm not playing. Um, but, yeah, man, it's there. It's a tough matchup. It's going to be tough for Richardson. Um, it's going to be tough for this young roster. I mean, just, just young in general, the way that their corners handle, you know, press coverage, it's going to be tough for Josh Downs um, as well. So, yeah, it, that – well, we'll see what happens. The good news is, like I said, they they seem to possibly maybe have like a quarterback controversy there. Like, I don't know if they're fully sold on Mac Jones. So you don't ever know how that could play out 10 weeks of the season. Could we be seeing Mac Jones? Could he be benched? Nobody knows. So it's really going to depend on how their offense plays out throughout the year. But um, we know that defense is going to be ready. And um, we know it's going to be tough to score points in that game. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's tough, but I, I would probably take um, – I'd probably take New England in this game, just yeah. off face value now. You know, I mean, obviously this is May. So, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what New England it's looks like during the season. May. Yeah, it's going to be May. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens as uh, the season progresses for sure. But, yeah, right now – yeah, shout out yeah. Billy Zappi, my guy, WKU. Let's go Toppers. Um Hill, hilltop game right there. And uh man, that's it's just tough. That's a tough game. Yeah. Marcus, where are you tough at? because y'all forgot to mention that the NFL gave Bill Belichick a top corner. Like who in what world would give Bill Belichick Christian Gonzalez? Like, and this is what we gotta face overseas too. 
you know, Anthony Richardson could probably be jet lagged, so he could probably have a long night. Then he got to get up with the hour change and go out there and face a guy like Christian Gonzalez who could just <sighs> so, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, we, I mean, we've seen Bill Belichick turn undrafted dudes into all pros. Yeah, and this makes it even worse. Like he actually has a pro. Like, yeah, you guys are not doing us good, any favors. <laughs> That's good. They got a so, yeah. It's gonna be a good game, but I definitely can see New England still in this one only because we got jet lag. So that's the only excuse I'm going to give them. Uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, New England's England making the same flight Indy is though. Hey man, hey, whose side are you on? I make excuses for the Colts. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right, right. We, it's it's a tank for Marvin Harrison season, right? Ah, had a boy. I there wouldn't want go. it, but I definitely I would campaign it if it was possible. I don't. Yeah, understand. definitely. I mean, depending on where we're at by week ten, we might start campaigning it by then. Um, let's go ahead and go to the comment here. Shot. I told you. I told you we get back to you. All right, KJ Will, I told you we'd get back to you. How do you feel about the bye week right after the overseas game? Uh, that I love, and I think that's something ideal that the NFL does for every uh, for every team just because you're making that long, what, 16, 17-hour flight uh, from one country to another, and then it would be such a tough turnaround to come back and still have to come and you know practice, film study, and have to play another game. Five, uh, six, five, six days later after you've gotten back in your jet lag. So that's something the NFL does uh, quite a bit. I haven't looked at the rest of the games overseas and what those team schedules look like after that game. If I had to take a stab at it, I'd say they all have a bye week uh, af- after that game. So NFL just looking after the teams a little bit here. Uh, but, but I like it. I like where the bye week is. It's not too early. It's not too late. Uh, it, it's going. The bye week is going to happen week eleven after this overseas game, and then after that, you'll still have uh, seven games after that. So I like where the bye week is. Not too early, not too late. Let's move on here to week twelve. One, I will say one more point on the bye week though. So if Anthony Richardson is not ready to start the season, and he needs more time, more reps in practice, I think after week ten. You know, you go down to Germany, you get back, you have two full weeks of installation. I think this is where this would be like a perfect place to have him start the rest of the season. So the final, what, seven games. Um, So if Richardson does not start to start the first half of the year, I think starting in Tampa Bay and then going the rest of the year, I think this could be a really good spot for him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. With week 12, the Colts are going to face Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield uh, should probably be the guy there, probably going to be starting there. Tom Brady has retired. But, I mean, guys, this team is still talented. They are still talented. Their offensive line is still talented. They still have weapons. Their defensive line just gets tougher and tougher. Uh, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here. Hold on. I, I have – no, I think he went to the Browns. I can't remember off the top of my head. The Bucks, the Buccaneers got somebody on the defensive line in this draft. Teaming they also got Cody Mock. Yeah, they got Cody Mock. They drafted Logan Hall out of uh, out of Houston. Shout out Belton alumni there. Uh, they got somebody in this past draft. They got somebody on that defense. R- regardless. Uh, you got Shaq Barry, you got Go Tryon, uh, Joe Tryon Trelinkra. I hope I did not butcher that name. You got Antoine Winfield. You got the corners still there. 
Tampa Bay, this is another game where, where it, it's going to be really tough uh, for, for Anthony Richardson. I mean, you're going to have the defensive line going crazy. You're most likely not going to be able to run the football in this game because of that freaking behemoth in the middle of that defensive big line. Big old Vita Vea. Vita Vea, big old Vita Vea. You, you, it's going to be hard. So uh, it, it's going to be hard in this game for, for Anthony Richardson. I might pencil this in as as a loss, but then again, I look on the other side and I see Baker Mayfield. So, you know, it, you, you might have a chance there, especially if in this game, Anthony Richardson knows how to use his legs and can sense the pressure and get away from it. I like the potential of this game. This has the makeup of a good, fun game, all right? Not the craziest talent at quarterback for the Buccaneers, but still, we've seen Baker Mayfield be able to, you know, do some things here and there. Marcus, let me start with you, man. Week 12, Tampa Bay coming back to uh, Indy. So they got – I got the draft that they have. Uh, Kalijah Case, Kansi, uh defensive lineman for Pittsburgh. Cody Mock, they got Yaya Dybi. Uh, Kansi, that's what I thought. Yes, yes, that dude. Oh, my freaking gosh. So you got, got Payne him. Gorham, too. And you, uh, got him, you got him. You got Vita Vea, Logan Hall, Joe Tryon, Shaq Barrett. Uh, my, my goodness, man. Their defensive line is – Goodness gracious. This is oh, good. Yeah, so good. But we got a counter for that. <laughs> so you can have all the counter that you want, but let's see if Vita Ray can still run track. So right. We got Titus Leo. What you talking yeah, about? So, and then they got they got our quarterback. They got Baker Mayfield. So he's definitely gonna be playing for the Colts in week 12 because he's just gonna love handing us the football back. So Looking forward to that matchup for sure. I think this is a definitely a game that the Colts need, especially coming off this bye week and coming back from overseas as well. I think the, a good warm up to to end off the uh, the end of the second half, well, to start the second half of the season. I think against the Buccaneers is a good matchup, especially being at home. You don't want to play a team like this because they're gonna they're gonna fight, but you can definitely beat a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who's still trying to figure out which direction they want to go, and they still like reconstructing their team as well. They have the talent, but they don't have the franchise quarterback yet, so it's still like a mid. It's gonna be like a mid, uh, a mid type team to me. I think they, I have, I think they're gonna put, uh, they're gonna have, they're gonna give us a fight, but I don't think it's gonna be the same type of effect like how Tampa used to be, in my opinion. So I think the Colts will win this one. Landon. Yeah, yeah, Tampa, man. Like, like I said, they still got some pretty decent talent there, but it's another team where like they're kind of on the verge of. Very similar to the Rams. Like, they, they got some big names, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But, that I mean, it's tough um, because they're kind of one of those teams, like I said, you're, they're on the verge of rebuilding or are they? You know, you don't ever know. So, um, that being said, like, I, I think the Colts can win this game. I, I really do think um, the Colts have a good shot at this game. So, I, I would pencil this in as a W right now. Let's go to week 13. They are going to – Tennessee, going to Nashville, Tennessee, going to take on the Titans. Depending on – and this is another game, how Landon mentioned with Anthony Richardson, you get later on into the season. It's all, it's on, a dub. It's yeah, a, when, huh? It's a dub. It's the Titans. Oh, yeah, you're, 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 you're possibly going to win. Uh, we, we, penciled in, we, we penciled in wins before. But uh, this is going to be another game. Is Ryan Tannehill, you know, playing well? Have they moved to Will Levis? This is going to be another one, a division matchup here. I, I mean, they're going to Tennessee. They've had 
trouble with Tennessee in the past, but talent-wise, I think the Colts are um, past Tennessee. I don't think it's close talent-wise. Colts got some real talent. Tennessee lacks talent. Um, so week 13, I think I will take the Colts in this game, regardless who is the who the quarterback is here, because I just think you know this team will have a much more higher morale, high high character, high uh, culture, and I, I think they'll be fun to play with each other. So I'll take the Colts in this week 13 game. Marcus, what, what, what are you going with? Hey, man, we're rolling up Tennessee. We're rolling up Tennessee in this week, man. There you go. I, I love the energy that Tennessee going to bring. But it ain't the Tennessee that we used to. Malik Willis season if Tennessee likes us. Uh, let them figure out their own QB scenario. We ain't got time for that. We got bigger and better things. So Tennessee, we coming home, and we're going to do what we used to do to y'all. We're going to give y'all a good history lesson. So we rolling up Tennessee in week 13. This is this is, this is ain't even this ain't even in my worries right now. Next week is definitely I'm worried about. But this week, nah, we good. This is a dub. Yeah, it's, it's a dub. It's the Titans. <laughs> Nobody cares. I don't think I don't think nothing more needs to be said, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So next week, uh, week 14, Colts are gonna take the trip up to Cincinnati. This, oh Lord. Uh if you are a fan of this set, depending on where this secondary is, I'm gonna enjoy this game. Man, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, that those guys are going to face this young secondary, and I am all here for it. I am here for all, whether if there's any trash talk between Brents and Chase, uh, Rush and Higgins, if there's any trash talk from Blackman to Boyd, I don't care. I'm here for the smoke in this game, honestly. This is the game where I'm like, man, let, let's do all the trash talking. I want this secondary to get in on these guys, get in early on these guys. All, th there's some good matchups early on. For the secondary, but none other than this one. It's going to be tight. It's going to be cool. I don't know. Uh, you know, I I'm pretty sure we're all probably taking Cincinnati in this game. But is it going to be close? Is it going to be a blowout? Are the Colts going to hang in there and then just completely fall apart in the fourth? Who knows? But Landon, let's start with you. Man, this game is going to be tough. <laughs> this game is gonna be tough. This it's gonna be fun though. This is this has a chance to be a lot of firepower in this game. And uh I mean, yeah, it's this is like whenever like I'm really looking for like so like after week 13, so like the last five weeks of the season, that's really whenever I'm looking for like the growth of this roster, like to see just see how like some of these guys look compared to where they looked like earlier in the season. I'm really curious to see the growth, especially at, you know, the quarterback and the DB room, see how that kind of pans out. And this is going to be a great test because Cincinnati, I mean, their defensive line is great. They got a really good defense. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, we already know what their offense is with Joe Burrow, all those weapons he has down there. We'll see if their offensive line ends up, you know, improving any, um, it, it'll be curious to see how that plays out, but Man, that's going to be a heck of a game. And really, like, these two teams are, like, super close. So, there's only, like, two hours, two and a half hours from each other. Yeah, not so, far. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, this could be a very uh, very good crowd as well for the Colts, you know, at, at this at this Bengals game. So, 
this might be another one I might be interested in making as well. So I, there you I might, go. I might pull up to Cincinnati. You know, technically it's in Ohio, but we all know Cincinnati is in Kentucky. It's a Kentucky place. <laughs> so um, it's like saying Kansas City is in Kansas. You know, I mean, yeah, technically. We definitely found out the difference when we went to the Jazz. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it, it'll be curious um, to see see how this plays out, um, you know, this this deep into the season. But definitely looking forward to this game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. I love me some Joe Burrow, man, Jamar Chase. Uh, but we get to see Miles Murphy and Jordan battle this game, too, so. They got joy battle because that's what they needed out the draft. So I'm looking forward to see how they're going to move throughout the season and how better they're going to get as well, development-wise. And Joe Burrow definitely, like, he's he stepped into his own very early into the league. And now he's like, what is this, year three, year four? Under his belt, he's going to be a little bit more polished, and he got a little bit more help and protection. He's going to be a scary sight this year for sure. I think Joe Burrow is definitely taking another leap. Uh, production wise and game wise, so I, I'm I'm looking. I'm gonna be scared, man. Joe Burrow is definitely gonna make some noise, but I'm I'm still rooting for the Colts regardless. I think the Colts can beat Joe Burrow because they did it before in Lucas Oil Stadium. Y'all remember that game? So I'm looking forward to see how they are gonna pull it off, man. He ain't had the weapons that time, but hey, it is what it is. We won. So this Week 14 game is the start of what I think can be a really tough three-game stretch because after going to Cincinnati Week 14, you come back home and face. Pittsburgh. Say what you want about Pittsburgh. If you believe in Kenny Pickett or not, this team has talent and they are the biggest factor is they're coached by Mike Tomlin. That that's that's the biggest thing. They have a quarterback. They got the running back. They drafted George Pickens last year, had a solid season. Is he going to make a big time jump? Still got Deontay Johnson in there. You got Pete Fryermuth is having another year going to get better. They drafted Darnell Washington going to be a rookie, going to be their blocking tight end. That can be an insane duo if Washington can get healthy in the next two, three years. That can be an insane duo. You go on the defensive side of the ball. The secondary is still quite possibly the best in the league. You still got TJ Watt. You still got players in the inside. Cam uh, Cam Hayward. You got Devin. I mean, you got guys all I think over. they signed Bud Dupree back as well. I think Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. They, they got okay. Minka still. They drafted Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr. I mean, this team has talent, and the biggest thing of all, they're being coached by Mike Tomlin. So this is going to be a tough game for Anthony Richardson and company. This is another game where I question, man, are they going to be able to run the ball in this game? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, if you don't want to run the ball, you want to pass it, well, good luck if you even have time to do that. So – Landon, I want to start with you on this one, man. This is, oh, oh my gosh, this is going to be a fun game. I feel like I'm excited for it. I, everything looks good on paper, right? Uh, but clearly we'll have a really good idea by this time, week 15, of who both of these teams are. And this game might, it may not even matter, but obviously for us it's different because we have a young team. We're looking for growth, like you've said multiple times. How do you feel about this game? Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, man. I, I, I don't. I don't see uh, the Colts coming away with a win, you know, uh, in this game. But it'll be interesting, you know, to, to just kind of watch. I know I've said that like a thousand times. Like, oh, it's going to be interesting. But, like, this, this Colts team is interesting. Like, they're an interesting team to watch just because the, the talent, the youth, the athleticism they all possess. Like, 
we don't know what this team's going to be this year. Like it's, it's really unknown. So every game to me is like, is going to be interesting to watch this Colts team. Um, but especially whenever you put them up against, you know, veteran coaches like Tomlin, like Belichick, like some of these other guys and uh, talented rosters as well. Pittsburgh has a very talented roster. It's going to go, um, going to go as far as Kenny Pickett's going to take them. So I want to be curious to see how that plays out. Still need some work along the offensive line there for Pittsburgh, but I think they're trending in the right direction. That defense is tough. Uh, running game, we'll see how that, you know, Najee Harris, uh, he hasn't really panned out as far as, you know, what we would, what would people hoped he would have out of Alabama, but I still think he's he's got a chance to still be a good player there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to take this as an L. I, I think the Colts, it's going to be a tough game for them to pull out. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough game. They did draft Broderick Jones, so it's a little help to that offensive line. Uh, but, yeah, they still got ways to go. But, I mean, after the last time we've seen Kenny Pickett, what he did to the Colts, and he, did, and he didn't have an offensive line, I feel like he can still do the same damage. with, And he got a little bit more help this time, too. So uh, it's going to be an interesting game to watch for sure. Um, I hate losing to the Steelers because I feel like they always have our number, but it can definitely happen again. But it won't break the season. Um, it's just going to be a tough game that we just – we're just going to possibly lose, and it is what it is at the end of the day. The Steelers, uh, you know, they probably had momentum depending on how the strength of their schedule or how they're looking. Um, so, hey, who knows? But it's, this is a tough stretch for the Colts when you look at the schedule-wise. So, yeah, they, it's, it's, very, it's very possible that they could lose this game. So when you look at week 15, okay, that's going to be a tough one. Go to the next week. You're going to Atlanta, and this is another team who I think has potential – to go to the playoffs this year. The NFC uh, South is wide open, okay? Tom Brady is gone. They are, you know, Tampa Bay is not as strong as they once were. They got Baker Mayfield, a huge drop from going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. You look at New Orleans, they have questions. We talked about them earlier. We're facing the NFC South this season, and each team has their pros, has their cons. Atlanta I'm rocking with Atlanta this season. I have high, high praise. I have high excitement for this team in general. I'm a huge fan of Desmond Ritter. He was a guy I was hoping the Colts would take a chance on as a young quarterback in last year's draft. He took over after Marcus Mariota was stinking it up, and he played well. He played well. He played like a rookie quarterback, but he made so many plays through the air. He made so many plays with his legs. And now you give him Drake London for a second year. Then you give him Kyle Pitts. You drafted Bijan Robinson. The offensive line looks solid. But then that's not even the only exciting part. Go to the defense. And when we talked about Bud Dupree, the Falcons actually signed uh, Bud Dupree. And if you look at their defense, man, they got Calais Campbell. They got David Onyemata staying in the division, formerly of the New Orleans Saints. Still got Grady Jarrett. Still uh, got Lorenzo Carter, Troy Anderson, Caden Ellis, Bud Dupree, A.J. Terrell, Richie Grant. Just signed Jesse Bates III from Cincinnati. And you traded for Jeff Okuda uh, over this offseason. This is going to be a fun matchup, man. This is fun, honestly. I'm excited for this game between Indianapolis and Atlanta because – Atlanta, man, I'm telling you, if they can figure it out with Desmond Ritter, that team is probably winning the South, and don't rule them out on possibly making a run in the NFC playoffs. Landon, let me start with you on this one. This game, Atlanta, Indy, I mean, this can be be a good one. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit more bullish than you are with Atlanta, um, just because I like I like Desmond Ritter a lot. He was my quarterback one in the class last year, actually. But uh, I'm still just I need to see more from him. And I like their tackle situation is tough. So like they got a really good interior line. Yeah, but I, but I think their tackles are like we're gonna need to see some growth from them. And then the weapons outside of Kyle Pitts and Drake London um, leave a little bit to be desired as well. And uh, we'll just kind of see how that goes. Bijan Robinson, of course, is a good ad. And um, I mean, I just, I didn't think running back was a need for them because of how well they're the guy that they drafted last year played. Um, and especially to waste. Or I'm not gonna say ways because I don't think Bijan Robinson's a ways. He's a fantastic football player, but it's just um, to spend that high of a pick with some of those other needs on a running back when it's on the board. I just didn't necessarily agree with that. Um, I still think their defensive line needs are like I'm not really. I don't trust Bud Dupree, um, and because he just can't. He can't stay on the field, but. Um, yeah, I mean, like their linebacker room's a little iffy. There, I, I do like their DB room. Their DB room's really good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be a really that's going to be the strength of their defense is Grady Jared and then that DB room, and then um, you know the interior of that offensive line, their ability to run the ball. We know Arthur Smith loves to run the ball. I'm still not necessarily sold on him either as a head coach. I think he's right. a really good offensive coordinator. I'm just a little iffy on him as a head coach. But um, yeah, this. This is a team that I like. I, I do think they have some talent, and as long as they're like, the coach puts them in the best you know position to succeed, which is something that he didn't really do a lot last year, especially since he's had Kyle Pitts. Like he has not utilized Kyle Pitts the way Kyle Pitts needs to be utilized, and it drives me nuts for the last two seasons uh, watching Kyle Pitts out there just not being targeted. Um, not being used as a workhorse in that offense, like because that guy's just such a mismatch problem. Like he's a freak, and the fact that they just don't use him, like they, like there's been times I've seen Kyle Pitts lined up in line as a blocker. Like, <laughs> like what? What are you doing? And uh, so I mean, yeah, it'll be curious to see if their coaching can utilize some of that talent. But um, I mean, I'm not necessarily like I'm not over the moon about Atlanta. I do think like this is a very winnable game for the Colts. Man, and Anthony Richardson missed Kyle Pitts by what a year? Yeah, yeah, a couple years. Man, what a fun duo he that was. He drafted was. when Richardson was a rookie. So yeah. Or not a rookie, but a freshman. So yeah. Um, plus two, like the good thing about this for the Colts, like the Colts have so much speed. Like they're probably one of the like, if not the most athletic team just off pure athleticism in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. they are like the definition of like get off the bus like dudes and uh atlanta's in a dome so you get to play christmas christmas eve in a dome away from the weather on the turf uh you know it's going to be fast it's very similar to lucas oil as far as you know playing in that dome on the turf so they're going to be able to play fast hopefully at this point in the season they're not thinking as much as they are early on they're able to utilize that elite athleticism uh that they drafted and stuff like that so I think this is very winnable for Indy. I do too. I think this is going to be the most penalized game as well. Um, because their defense is very handy. Um, so <laughs> I, I think this is going to be a very uh, penalized game. 
But I do think the Colts have the favor in this, in my opinion. I'm not being completely biased. I'm just being honest. If you match up our D-line versus their offensive line, I think everyone's going to choose the Colts. Uh, no question when it comes up to that. And Desmond Ritter is going to be he's going to be under pressure this game. And, you know, he's still got a lot to work on. Um, so, I mean, he has potential to be very solid. But I think it's going to – I think this game is not going to be for him. So, I think we're going to be – I think I, I'm going to I'm going to give the Colts the edge this game. Um, like I said, it's going to be a lot of penalty, a lot of flags this game as well. So looking forward to seeing that before Christmas. But the Colts, yeah, exactly the way it does with this. Sorry, Let's Akuda, move- uh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, let's move on to week 17. The Las Vegas Raiders coming to town, coming to Indy. Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo. Those guys are coming to uh, Indy. I think the Colts can snag this one. I I think they will. I just don't think Las Vegas is going to compete this season. This is a team that that could line itself up for Anthony Rich or uh, for Caleb Williams. Uh, Do we need another freaking quarterback in the AFC? No, but this is another team along with the Rams that, you know, I could see going there. Now, they did give Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo a, what, a three-year deal, but – I mean, what are you going to tell Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, oh, hey, yeah, you're going to start in front of Caleb Williams. Like, come on. So this is a this is a game that I'm probably going to pencil in as a win for the Colts. Yeah, they got a good defense. Um, but, hey, who knows if we're seeing Jimmy Garoppolo or Aiden O'Connell. Let's, let's just be honest. I mean, hey. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know right now. I mean, they yeah. got they got They drafted a solid defense, though. Plus, I mean, Josh McDaniels is the head coach, so yeah, he's right. I mean, yeah, that's don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Draft capital, but lose Devontae Adams in the same process. Hey, don't get me wrong. Tyree Wilson scares me. Okay, yeah, but, but Max Crosby scares me. But then again, I just look across the sideline and I just hey, see Steichen. I see Shane, Shane Steichen just laughing every time he looks at Josh McDaniels. They got Trey Tucker over there too. Trey Tucker, there you go. But Josh McDaniel ain't gonna know how to use him, so no. Yeah, so it's gonna be a rough game for them. Huh? Landon, where you at with this one? Um like as far as Houston? No, 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 Vegas. Oh, the Vegas? Yeah, I mean, I'm it's Josh McDaniels, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, no, nothing needs to be said. Let's go to the last game of the season. Uh, and the, the Colts really have this habit. Uh, the the NFL is giving them starting with Houston, ending with Houston. Regardless, it could end up that Houston will still have a problem by this time. This one is going to be exciting because Anthony Richardson would have gone through a full season cj stroud would have gone through a full season knocking on wood hopefully these guys avoid injury this is going to be another exciting one richardson stroud it's going to be a really good matchup i'm excited man obviously they lost some weapons they traded away brandon cooks to dallas staying in the state but you still got some young guys john mechie could be making his way uh, way back here, they got Nico Collins, who was from Michigan a couple years ago. He showed some promise, but man, dude, this is the Colts are going to be rounding out the year with Houston at home. So you start the year at home, end the year at home. Where, where how do we feel about this one? You know, could you do you think this could be a you know 
a win and get in? Do you, you anticipate the Colts fighting for playoff at this point, or are they just no. they're just you know, <laughs> the giving the broken Mike? Yeah, they're, they're giving the Colts fans one last hoorah before hitting the offseason. Yeah, I think this is this is the game where you're really looking mostly at the growth from like for both sides of this. So like on for Anthony Richardson and for CJ Stroud, you want to see just kind of how they've grown throughout the season to like this. But as far as like for the Colts, yeah, I mean, I looking at this schedule right now, um, I think, you know, I've got them penciled in for 17 and Oh, right now they're not losing the game, but um, I mean, if you want me to be real though, like I, I, I would say comfortably, I think like six to seven wins on the season for them would be more realistic. Um, I think Houston has a chance to be one of those. This this yeah. last weekend. I can definitely see seven wins too. Out of all honesty, we would like to see an undefeated season, but um but yeah, I think seven wins is realistic, especially after last year. I think this is a good, uh, a good direction to go towards, especially being the coach, drafting a young guy uh, who's still learning the system, going into the game very young. So I think this is going to be an exciting season, more or less. I think Colts fans should either want seven wins or to win the division. I wouldn't aim for the Super Bowl right now. Um, we still got ways to go, but I do think this is a good step moving forward for the Colts. I think this is a good, a good schedule as well to make it. Uh, you know, to make it seven wins. So just making this a little bit uh, more fun before we close it out. Record predictions, uh, looking at this uh, schedule. Record predictions, I guess I'll go ahead and go first. I already went through the list and, you know, battled with a couple of uh, these picks. But my record prediction here on, what is it, May 11th, I believe it is. Yeah, May 11th, I will pencil in the Colts going 6-11. and 11. Marcus, what do you got? Yeah, I, I got 7. I got 7 and 10. I also, I have 7 and 10 as well. That's what okay. I mean. So I, I think they pull out 7 wins. One of those will be a surprise. They'll win a game that they have no business winning. And uh, another one will be they will be dropping a game they have no business losing. So – that's just the way the season goes. Yeah, because I, I look at it as this team still has talent, right? They still have talent, but they're also very young. So you're going to see a lot of mistakes early or probably just throughout the season. You're going to be – you're going to see – shocker, Colts fans, you're going to see mistakes at quarterback, shocker. Uh, you're going to see mistakes at the corner spot. You're, you're, you're going to see some rough patches here, but, you know – this isn't the toughest schedule. If it was, I'd probably having them like winning three games, but I think six and 11 will be fine. I think you could still be positioned for like a top 10 pick at number nine or 10, depending on, you know, how the rest of the uh, NFL goes. But yeah, this 2023 year is going to be about growth. It's going to be about where you're at. Uh, you know, prioritize what free agents you want to bring back. I know Julian Blackman's going to be one of them this coming uh, free agency next year. So this is going to be a, an exciting one. You know, last year we talked about it. They were a bad, boring football team, which is the worst kind of team to watch. But now this is going to be a fun team to watch because you're going to see some highs. You're going to see some lows. You're going to see some what were you thinking? You're going to see some how did he do that? I'm excited for it. So any other closing thoughts 
uh, about the schedule release. Let's start with you, Landon. Uh, no, I mean, I just, like you said, I'm ready for the season to get here. I'm really, I'm even excited for the preseason. I want to see how these dudes play, all these young guys. I want to see how they've grown. I'm ready for camp. I'm just ready for the season to get here. I'm ready for football. Ready to watch this team grow throughout the season. Ready to watch this quarterback. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to be fun, man. So it's like you said, it's last year they were bad and boring. At least you know they might not be great this year, but at least they're going to be fun to watch. And uh, you're you're going to see. I think you put it really well. It's like you're going to see some like, how in the world did he do that? And uh, you know, especially from the quarterback. So I, I'm super excited to get the season on the way. And this is remember, you got to be patient. People just have to be patient. Yeah. If they come out and struggle, if they win four games, five games, you're not really looking at the – now, like, of course, like, if they come out and make the playoffs, everybody's like, oh, yeah, like, we're ahead of schedule. This is dope. And if you're making the playoffs, that means your quarterback is probably well on his way to to being a, a damn good player. That's the cherry on top. Exactly. But really what you're looking for this season, you're just looking for continued growth throughout the season. You want guys – you don't want guys making the same mistakes in week 16 they were making in week six. So, um, you know, that's that's the only thing I'll say is just everybody just be patient. Let's just go through. Let's enjoy the process. This is this is part of it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when the season comes. And I will before before you get going, Marcus, I do want to quote what Chris Ballard had talked about when discussing guys like Rocky Sin how he was boisterous about how fans would always criticize a guy like Rock, who was a young guy who's raw at the position, a former wrestler, very handsy, very physical. That's how a lot of these young guys coming in are, especially last year's class. Remember, Nick Cross didn't play last year. He played early, but he got redshirted, all right? Don't judge these guys on a play-by-play basis. Judge them on a game-by-game basis. Look at the game as a whole, and as the season goes on, you're going to be able to compare the bad game someone had in game one. Did they correct the mistakes in game four, in game six? Was the bad game in game six better than the bad game in game one? So that's how we got to – and we're going to keep harping on that as the as the summer goes on, as we lead into training camp. I just wanted to make that quick note. Marcus, your closing remarks. I'm about to nay so loud right now. The Colts is about to have a very fun season. Um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I think Colts fans were shocked to see Sam Elliger when he debuted. This is not even half of what Sam Elliger did what we're about to see next year with Anthony Richardson. Like, I'm just looking forward to the highlight tapes because we see mixtapes all over TikTok, YouTube, uh, and what we're about to see with Anthony Richardson is about to be crazy. And I'm just – I can't wait for the publicity and the clout that the the Colts are about to get with this guy, man. It's going to be yeah. a fun year. Like I, like I said, I'm not expecting a Super Bowl. I would like to win the division. That's my standards, if anything. Uh, but seven wins is better than what we've seen last year. Like, So I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's the most I want. I want to see progression. And I want to see if Shaquille Leonard can stay on the field. Those are two things I'm looking forward to this season more than anything. So, like I said, I'm going to enjoy it. And this preseason schedule, what we can see right here, uh, is definitely going to be something to to watch as well, besides the Bears one. But the the Bills and Eagles is definitely two games I'm looking forward to watching. 
It's gonna be a, yeah. it's gonna be an exciting season, man. Really yeah, is. that third game against Philadelphia, that's gonna be the dress rehearsal game. You know, Shane Steichen facing his old team. It's gonna be the dress rehearsal game. I mean, I assume right, unless Shane Steichen has a different vision for the preseason. But that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one there. That's gonna be a good one. That third preseason game. That's gonna be a good one. So um, yeah, I think yeah, that's good. That's gonna do it, guys. Thank you guys so much who joined in and, and commented. And you know, again, we always appreciate y'all support. This is gonna be a fun schedule. I'm excited for it. Obviously, plenty of content to come uh, here in the near future about this schedule. How high can the Colts go? How low can they go? Uh, there's going to be so much stuff to talk about here, guys. So other than that, make sure you're following all three of us. Uh, our, our Twitter links are going to be in the link below. And if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever the case may be, make sure you like and subscribe and rate and review us as well. It really helps us out a lot, guys. Thank you so much. Again, the schedule is officially out. Start making your plans, plan your vacations, your planes, get your hotels, sell out these games, and let's see our young team perform. And hey, like if Marcus said what he said can happen, win the division, I'll, I'll take us in a home playoff game. I love a home playoff game. I love it. I love it. It's been a while since we've hosted a home playoff game. When was the last time? Like 2013 or 2014 when they made the AFC Championship game. That was the last time. So it's a long time coming, damn it. All right? It's a long time coming. So let's get it going, guys. Thank you again. He is Landon. He is Marcus. I am Michael. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for this live stream, especially if you're listening on uh, audio as well. So, guys, enjoy the weekend. We'll see you next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.